Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where no topics are truly off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Weezer. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, I am actually really excited to be um, having this episode this week because this week's episode is all about procrastination. Um, I feel like I've been in really a rut for these last couple episodes of like what to do because I almost felt constrained by like the time like of what's like happening with like it's New Year's, people are creating all these New Year's resolutions, it's the end of the year, the end of a crappy year. Um, It's just, I felt like pressured to do a certain topic because of the time of year that it was. And I kind of made the realization that I don't need to be constrained by topics. Because I think what's great about this podcast is you, I can really talk about anything and talk about it. I don't need to be constrained by what time of year it is. So I just wanted to put that out there. So I'm just basically saying that these next couple episodes are actually going to be a lot better because I'm not I'm trying to make myself feel less constrained by what's happening because I want to start talking about things that I'm actually passionate about and that I actually am interested in that I want to invite other people to kind of put their own thoughts and opinions on too which I think I'm definitely going to have a couple guest appearances in the next um, few episodes which will be good so look out for that But yes, as I said before, this week's episode is all about procrastination, which I am super familiar with. Um, I'm a procrastinator, and I'm sure that I'm not alone in doing this, but it is really hard to not procrastinate. However, however, it has gotten easier to navigate um, in the last few months for me at least, because I learned that procrastination is all in your head, and it's mostly almost and it's almost always a response to something that you think about yourself at least for me and in my experience with procrastination um it stems from a lot of the feelings that I have about my intelligence or just me being overwhelmed because I have found that I sometimes can get a little bit overwhelmed um I am taking a lot of really challenging classes this school year and it just it it takes a toll on you it Um, mentally and academically it totally does Um, because when you're challenging yourself it's not always easy and sometimes yeah you're going to have those moments when you fail but failure is part of the process and that is something that I think I have learned and what's really helped me in my procrastination is just like figuring out yeah you're going to fail but that shouldn't hold you back from trying your best because um, in the past I've definitely had a fear of failure but I failed anyway because failure is inevitable when you're doing something challenging. Even if it's big or small, you'll always fail, at least in one aspect. And in making this realization, I learned, I basically really been more motivated to be successful and be and do school and be ac- um, academically challenged because I haven't been afraid of failure because, again, like I said before, failure is inevitable. It's going to happen when you're challenging yourself. Um, so what I have really taken from that breakdown of 
why failure is almost vital to um, your academic success, really, is that um, I found the tools that make me more motivated to, to be successful academically and really in all aspects of my life um, by just saying, you know what, I'm going to do it because even though it's challenging and it takes me longer than I feel like it should, that doesn't mean that I'm any less intelligent or any less of a person because of it. I just, it's challenging me and that's good because that promotes growth and that promotes you becoming better academically or really in any aspect of your life, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, um, there always, there always is room for us to grow. Academically speaking, ways that I've kind of, um, stopped procrastinating is I have implemented the Pomodoro method, which I don't know if I've talked about it in the podcast before. Um, please remind me if I have, but Pomodoro method is great. Um, from what I've heard, it's really good if you have issues with procrastination or if you have ADD or ADHD and you have really, um, you have a difficult time concentrating. Um, what I've also found is that it also helps with people that ha- are just really unmotivated to do um, schoolwork. And even if you almost have a little bit of, not depression, but you are going through kind of a difficult time you're not really like in the best mental state it really just helps you keep going and break down the tasks so they're more manageable so the pomodoro method is it's a little bit confusing at first but um it's basically you have a 15 to 30 minute work period and that's you're working the entire time you're not taking breaks you're working on an assignment for the whole time or if you're not doing academics then you can use the pomodoro method for pretty much anything but I mean, I mainly use it academically, but you, of course you can use it for like cleaning your room or just doing like chores or something. Chores, sorry. Um, yeah, so 15 to 30 minutes of work. And then after that, you completely stop, you like have fun, you do whatever for only five minutes. And then you, so for me at least, that's either like going on my phone, maybe cleaning up a little bit, stretching, whatever. And then you repeat that three more times, but instead of a five minute break at the end of the fourth work period, you do a um, 15 to 25 minute break. It really um, varies. So that 15 to 25 minute break, it gives you, it's basically like the five minute breaks, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit longer. So you can really kind of do whatever, like you can go for a walk, you can go on your phone, you can watch an episode of a show, you can really do anything. And what I've found about the Pomodoro method is as you get more accustomed to it, you can make the work periods longer so you can actually get more stuff done even though it takes longer overall. And I really like the Pomodoro method. I know it's not for everyone because I know a lot of people are like, I want to get this done and I want to get this done quickly. Um, But what I found with the Pomodoro method is it really breaks it down and you can manipulate it pretty much any way you want. You can make the the shorter breaks 10 minutes or you can make your work times 20 minutes long. It really, it's really nice because it's so flexible and it's really helped me to not procrastinate and actually do better and not, and be more motivated to, you know, get back to work. And at least initially with doing the Pomodoro method, 
it is a little bit tricky because at least for me about 25 minutes into me working I'm getting into my groove of like doing things and completing an assignment but I think the beauty of it is is that it really helps prevent burnout or just like getting tired academically and mentally in your brain because it gives you those short breaks um and like I said, the Pomodoro method isn't for everyone, but at least for me, it has helped astronomically in my academics. Um, also, in saying that, procrastination is, it's not just, um, it's, all, it's pretty much like I, I think I said this in the beginning, but it's pretty much all in your head, which I, that's for at me at first, that was really, um, it was a little bit confusing because I'm like, I'm procrastinating. I'm not doing a tangible thing. I'm just, you know, sitting there just like kind of worrying about it and not doing anything. Um, how can it be all in your head if you're not, if an aspect of it is doing something and doing something like that's not in your brain? Um, that was a little bit confusing, but, um, yeah, it's all in your brain and it's all in your mind. And I think that a big part of procrastination is kind of um, that idea that you have those preconceived notions that you're not smart or that you diff this shouldn't be difficult or I can't do it. I'm so unmotivated right now. Why does this, how is this relevant to me? Why do I need to be learning about this? I'm never going to learn about it again. Like, what is the purpose of this? And I, th um, and something that I found that is vital to to stopping procrastination is breaking down those thought patterns and um, kind of figuring out why those exist and why they um, happened. So um, for me, what was really important in kind of breaking down those thought patterns was, okay, what are the feelings that I feel when I feel like something is difficult? Because... In my experience, starting it is the absolute hardest part. It, it sucks. Starting any really assignment, it sucks. If the beginning is always bad and the middle is fine and the ending, you're like, yes, I'm just going to finish this out. I'm going to grind it out. Um, but the beginning is really hard and I was like, why am I not doing this? Why am I putting pushing this off? Um, and what I figured out is that the reason why I don't, like starting things or that I procrastinate is because when I see something and it's a little bit more difficult, I automatically think, why am I not getting it? Am I less intelligent? Like, why am, why am I doing this? Like, it, it's, it, am I dumb because of this? And it almost makes me compare myself to others. Like, why am I not getting it? Other people are getting it. Other people are being successful. But I think it's an important, rem I think it's an important reminder to just remind yourself that everyone else is struggling and the true people that will be successful at least academically are the people that do that work really hard and work their butt off to combat procrastination and those normal um, things that everybody feels because um, I think something that I came to realize is that everyone procrastinates which I think is really important to know everyone procrastinates it happens to everyone um, I don't know if you're, you've picked up on this, but obviously I've made a lot of realizations in procrastination 
wasn't intentional, just happened. But I think that making those realizations are really important just to try to combat and reduce procrastination. Um, I think it takes a person to make those realizations that everyone procrastinates and procrastination is a result of your feelings or your situation. It's not, it doesn't just appear. And those realizations are vital to just being less stressed out from procrastination because at the end of the day, procrastination sucks, but sometimes it can lead you to your biggest successes. And that is um, something that I have come to find out is that it's never procrastination has never um, made me less successful, which that's a difficult thing for sure to find out that procrastination has it works for me and it gets me to complete the work and it gives me that final push to actually do it and that is it's as some people might say it's a hard pill to swallow when you find that procrastination works for you and that it's and while it stresses you out it moves you to actually finish the work and while it may not be the best work it's satisfactory um However, you, when you procrastinate, you are getting rid of the potential for you to be so successful and to achieve so much more than you ever thought was possible. I think that it truly takes the hardest people, again, that work the hardest to be the most successful because they're doing that extra mile. They're not like everyone else. They're working their butts off um, to be super successful and to show people that even though this has happened to me, because ultimately everyone has gone through something, whether you like it or not, they're basically telling people, people that work really hard, that even though I've gone through stuff, it's not depleting my success. If anything, it's making me more successful and a stronger person. Um, I think, at least in my opinion, the most successful people have gone through the most and figured and have found strength from their suffering. Um, and I think that piece of information took me so long to realize that there is power in your suffering and you coming back and being a better person that that was a game changer for me that you choose your reaction to your experiences. I know this is totally um, almost going off a, ta a tangent from procrastination, but because procrastination is so mental and psychological that there's all, I feel like there's always a sense of, um, it. procrastination is almost a marker of how your mental health is doing. At least that's what I found is that when I procrastinate more, I find that my mental health suffers and my anxiety gets worse. Um, and I'll probably talk about mental health and all that stuff in, in mental illness and all those things in later episodes. But there is always a sense of how you can always see how much you're procrastinating and see and have it reflected in your mental health. Um, 
this last in 2020 from August to, let's say, December, I know I talked about this um, in last episode, in one about New Year's resolutions, which was an interesting episode. Um, what was my best, but we don't have to talk about it. Um, that I was struggling with my mental health. And I think that my procrastination definitely was a reflection of that because I procrastinated so much, it was insane. It was probably the most I've procrastinated in my entire life, honestly. And I think that it was, a ref- um, it contributed to my mental health and my mental health contributed. They are, they're interwoven because I think that they can both either harm or hurt one another because you will always, if you are a procrastinator or you've been procrastinator since you're young, I feel like you will always be a procrastinator. It just, um, it fluctuates the amount that you procrastinate. So I think it takes work to mental, better your mental health because it helps your procrastination so much. And when you help your procrastination, you are, in a sense, building up your self-esteem because you're like, okay, I can do this. I can manage my time without getting overwhelmed or being not successful. Because oftentimes, we as a society determine success off of how much we do or how hard we work, which is totally valid. It's pretty much, I feel like, what everyone thinks. But um, procrastination can definitely in um, affect how hard you work, which um, affects your success. Because of this, I think that it is really important to manage your procrastination because it can affect your success in a, a few ways. Um, so like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, procrastination is at least, or not procrastination, what am I saying? The Pomodoro method is a great way to manage your procrastination and for me it has really helped. But um, other things that I have heard or that I've used in the past are um, an app is an app called I believe it's called pocket points or something like that I think it's pocket points um, so it's basically a timer you can set it for however long you want and then you get a certain amount of points after that and you those points can translate into discounts off of certain stores or gift cards this is no way a sponsorship um, but I have used it before. It's great. Um, if you have trouble with self-motivation and stuff like that, that is a great way to do it. Um, at least for me, I just like breaking up my work a little bit more. So I like the Pomodoro method um, a little bit better. Um, you can totally use it for the Pomodoro method. It's just a little bit harder to make it almost Pomodoro-like. Um, the app that I use is for to do the Pomodoro method. I believe it's called Pomodoro. I think it's just called Pomodoro. Um, but yes, I've used that before. I've also heard of apps. I think it's called like forest where you, it's like, I think it's like you're growing trees or plants or something and that transfers over to points and you can like get more trees. I don't really know how that one works. Um, I've just heard about it before. Another one that I've definitely used is investing in a planner planner or something like a calendar, a weekly calendar where you can kind of mark when stuff is due and break it up that way. That is really has been helpful for me. Um, but again, this is a lot easier said than done. It's 
even if you do all the right things, you can still procrastinate. That's what I was doing. I was doing the Pomodoro method and I was planning out my weeks pretty well. It's just, I couldn't get the work done. And that goes back to that idea that I talked about in the beginning where a lot of procrastination deals with like psychological aspects, um, which I think, at least for me, I didn't realize that until much later. And I think that that's something that, um, at least in my opinion, a lot of people don't realize until later that you kind of need to attack it from a psychological and mental um, place or perspective. Um, yes, because it is so connected to mental health. So yes, that is... Um, ways that you can minimize procrastination um, and again everyone deals with it it's one of those things where it's never gonna go away it's always gonna be there but it's up to you to kind of control you are in control in the situation of your procrastination because um, sometimes it doesn't feel like you're in control at least for me I didn't feel like I was in control um, I felt like I was I was kind of, for at least in my experience, I, it was kind of weird. I didn't feel like I was in control, but I was in control in the moment. It was up to me to kind of make those decisions, but I didn't feel like I was in control. And I think that sometimes was what is a little bit hard about procrastination is because you are in control the entire time, but for so much of it, you don't feel like you're in control at all. You just don't. You feel like it's an outside source that is affecting your work ethic when really it's again all in your brain um so yes procrastination is definitely if you take away anything from this podcast i would definitely say if you are a ramp not a rampant but a but an avid procrastinator you procrastinate a lot and frequently um definitely attack it from a psychological standpoint or at least with your mental health because um I feel like I've talked about this before I might be wrong but so much of so many aspects of your mental health overlap into other aspects of your life with procrastination being a perfect example your mental health affects how successful you can be um and how much stuff you can get done and how your stress levels are which can relate until your which stress oftentimes can affect your physical health as well. Um, yes, so procrastination definitely um, something that I encourage everyone just to begin with a psychological standpoint. Um, another thing I'm totally rambling here, but another thing about procrastination that I think makes it tricky is when somebody says, oh, you should just stop procrastinating, procrastinating, quit cold turkey. It's so easy. You just implement this, this, and this. In actuality, I think for a lot of people, it's not a quick fix. It's an ongoing thing. And it, and it, um, in a way it rears its ugly head throughout your life. And I think that that's why it's really hard to take care of because it, can reappear so easily and it's kind of always there it never really goes away it's just it's how you manage it that makes it better or worse which again determines your success so yes procrastination definitely 
it's it's a trippy it's a tricky topic because it can affect you so much but a lot of people don't often see that that it affects them that much they think it's oh it's just something that I do and it works for me but um they don't realize that it's affecting my stress levels which is affecting my physical health and health and it also affects my success and there's so many aspects to procrastination that I think go often unnoticed because I feel like you can hide it relatively easily um I think that at least from what I've seen, is that a lot of people that procrastinate, it comes from the type of person where you look like you have it all together, but in reality you don't. Um, I think something I've kind of come to know is that very rarely do people have their life fully together and fully, like, good. It's always, like, in a good place. And, um... What I have come to find out is that it is really difficult to do that, but it is so rewarding when it is. And I don't, I ne- I've never had my life fully together, ever. And I want to say that, like, I'm not, I'm coming from this, um, to this topic from the sense that I'm working on it. I am, it's a work in progress, my procrastination. I'm actively trying to not let it run my success academically but and I'm not trying to preach it or teach it to people I'm just trying to say this is what's worked for me and that I've heard that this is what has worked for other people and we can all kind of me and you listening obviously can come and attack it together because I don't I think that I don't really want to come from a place of authority just like I want to come from a place where it's like a friend and we're actively working on it together. And I think that that's a big aspect of this podcast is it's a conversation and it's ongoing. Um, And I think that having an ongoing conversation about things like procrastination connects us so much, especially during this time where it's it's really hard to feel connected and feel like we're all kind of working towards the same thing because... So much of our lives are, we're all divided. And I know I t- I've talked about this, I, I believe in the first episode, is that one of the underlying, I guess, themes of this podcast is the idea of connectedness. I want people to feel connected and I want to have an ongoing conversation because so often do people not have um, support systems where they feel supported and like, yeah, I can do this. Um, because procrastination is so, because, like I said before, it's a tricky topic. Um, I think that you truly do need to have a support system to like help you and motivate you. And I think that this podcast is perfect for that. I, I really hope that you listening kind of can look at your own ways in which you procrastinate and see ways that you can improve it or make it better that I think that in a perfect world everyone listening to this episode would benefit from it and really reflect on their own your own procrastination and see how you can make it better and if you don't procrastinate that's fine like this just might be a good episode to listen to anyway even if you don't procrastinate because you can kind of I guess you can kind of see like where people 
people that procrastinate come from. Because, at least from what I've seen, I know a lot of people who don't procrastinate at all. And there's almost a sense of people being condescending towards those that do procrastinate. Um, To clarify that, people that don't procrastinate are a little bit condescending towards those who do. I just need to clarify that. Um, But yes, I want this podcast to be a place where you can listen and say, oh, that actually is really helpful. I'm going to use that. But so yes, this podcast, I really hope you enjoyed this episode this week. I am so glad to be out of that rut of finding, of being pressured to do episodes that coincide with it being the new year or making goals or whatever, because that's just not interesting to me. Um, If you listened to last week's episode, you can probably tell that I was just not in it. I just, I was not motivated to do it. I didn't really have a plan for last week's episode. I just was kind of like, I'm just going to make an episode about New Year's resolutions because that's what's going on. Um, But this week's episode, I'm really excited about because I feel like it's something that we can all kind of reflect on a little bit before, and I'm talking to people that are like teenagers in in, that are going back to school um, or that are in school already potentially because at least for me I'm going back on Tuesday Um, so yes procrastination definitely an important topic um, that needs to be looked at anyway I totally rambled but it's okay it's fine Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode I totally did I thought it was great I again I hope you enjoyed it I hope you have a good day or night or week. I hope you are happy in that you've learned something from this week's episode. And again, I hope you have a good day. Bye-bye.